Down for the Count with Brandon Medina and Dan Cialana. It is Down for the Count on San Antonio Sports Star ESPN San Antonio. I'm Dangerous Dan Cialana here with my tag team partner, Brandon Big Poppy Medina. And Brandon, we got a special guest today. Why don't you go ahead and interview, interview, introduce our guest. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, We have the one and only Mr. Damian Priest. What is going on, my brother? How are we doing? I'm doing good, man. Sweet shirt, by the way. Thank you. I appreciate it. I thought we have a lot of Latino love here on the show. Let's make sure we get it out there, especially here in San Antonio. So I think uh, we're happy to have you, man. Obviously, a lot of exciting things uh, coming up for you. And uh, I mean, I'm excited, Dan. This is this is a huge uh, opportunity for us to interview not only one of the biggest superstars currently uh, on WWE platform, but also um, a superstar who definitely has been putting down for the Latino community, especially <laughs> here in San Antonio. With, yeah. with, with, from Bad Bunny to now, I mean, there's there's so much to get into. So, Dan, where do we start with? Mr. Damian Priest, because there's, there's there's a lot to go into. I know me and you are huge NXT fans from those yeah. days. I know I, I, I first saw uh, you, Damian Priest, a few years back over at uh, ROH. So I, we've been following, brother. We've been following for a little bit. Pretty cool, man. I appreciate that. Thank you. In August 16th, we can see you here in San Antonio, AT&T Center for Monday Night Raw, back in front of a crowd. So what's yes. it like to just be back and just, and, you know, Thunderdome was cool. I got to be in the Thunderdome a couple of times. You know, but what what is the how is it how exciting is it to be back in front of actual real life human beings? So this is this business is it it just doesn't function the same without fans. We they're part of the show, and and I know that's been said, but I think the Thunderdome era actually proved that to be the truest thing in this business. Fans are very much a part of the show. You know, without them, you know what we're doing. The business is based on emotion. So without them there, without us knowing and or feeling, or feeling or feeding off their emotion, we don't know what, what we're doing is the right time, the right moment, if it's working, uh, because this is what it's built on. You know, now, I mean, you can see it in everybody's face in their entrances. You know, all the wrestlers, we come out. Um, it's just like a feeling of, I don't know, it's just so much positivity and it's exciting and and then while we're wrestling and we're you know in the ring and you hear the screams and we see in their faces that emotion, it like wills you up. You know, in the Thunderdome, there was many times that I couldn't breathe. I would get blown up and just out of breath so fast. Uh, and then you don't have anything else to give you that second win. Now I do. I mean, it's crazy how that electricity and that, uh, that energy that they give off, like you can actually feed off of it and it can actually will you to your feet. It's unbelievable. So we're all super excited to have our fans back yeah absolutely i I could i could completely understand and you know uh watching you wrestle damian priest um obviously you 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 look like you take a lot from uh older generations and mix it with kind of a new style as well what kind of got you into wrestling where did that start that love for you to jump into this into the sports entertainment you know i mean like most kids you know you're watching it at home and because your Mm -hmm. friends are playing i remember i lived in puerto rico and you know, big thing there, I mean, obviously wrestling is really big in Puerto Rico, but the big thing there was action figures and everybody had the action figures in plan. So I would have action figures, but I didn't even know who they were. I would just have them. So then, you know, you start watching wrestling to kind of understand who and what, and then you yeah. start liking people. And that's how it started for me. And then I started getting into the characters. Undertaker blew me away. And, and just the, the way I felt, um, the way he made me feel, I just never forgot that. And I'm like, man, I want to make somebody feel like that for me. I want a kid to have that type of emotion to to change their their 
yeah, they're literal emotion in the moment, you know, whether it's from sad to happy, happy to mad, you know, whatever it, it may be. But it's like, they can do that. I want to do that. You know, I want to be able to do that for somebody. And that's how it progressed. You know, at first I was into martial arts and, and that type of fighting. And then it just morphed into, well, this dream of a kid. Now I'm an adult. This can be a thing, you know. Mm -hmm. Then I started training and that was how I transitioned over and, and decided to become a superstar. Now, Damien Priest, uh, can I get a little personal here? Can we get a little personal just between the three of us here? You know, we're here in San Antonio. We're known for a lot of things, Riverwalk and the Alamo, but we're also known for being fat. And Brandon and I, maybe not as toned as we could be these days. Yeah, we look at street tacos. Street we, you know, and we look at Damien Priest on TV. You're, you're chiseled. You're, 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 you're fit, but you weren't always fit. And I, I heard recently that you had lost a while back. 100 pounds so like how does someone even begin to take on something as huge as losing three digits so i i ended up losing more than i was closer to about 160 pounds wow. uh, i lost 101 year wow um, you know it was crazy the way that worked because i was you know still pursuing pursuing this dream of being a wwe superstar all while not putting in the work and being lazy and just kind of coasting because I was a bigger guy on the Indies, you know, and, and everybody was like, yeah, you're going to be fine. You're going to do this and that. It's so it starts off with who you surround yourself with, mm -hmm. you know? And I, when I decided it was just one day to the next, just like a flip, uh, a flip of a switch. And where I was like, what am I doing? You know, what am I doing with my life? Why am I not successful? Like I, I truly believe that I was not put on this earth for anything else other than, to be a superstar and but i was like why isn't this happening so i i have to change everything and it's just one day to the next i just decided to just change my life i cut out people i changed i quit my job i decided to start working out because i didn't work out either i decided to work out and then just start looking correctly at what i eat and you know at first i i didn't know what i was doing so but i just did the common sense thing i would just look at labels like clearly this is not good for me you know yeah. like, it was like, yeah, a box of donuts, definitely not good for you. Stay away from that. You know, it's just using common sense in that, in that aspect while asking questions from people and then learning as I went along. Um, but it was that extra motivation of what am I doing with my life? You know, and but if I want to live my dream, nobody else is going to put the work in for my dream. It's not because nobody cares. I do. So it's for me. So I have to do this for me. And once I kind of went got over that hump and decided to make put my foot forward and make that happen, uh, man, everything started happening quick, you know, with between the weight loss and then one opportunity or another and just changing my mind. Uh, another thing was I never believed in the idea of the power of positivity till I tried it. You know, I was like, what do I have to lose anyway? And yeah. then one positive thing starts happening after another. And then even if a negative thing happens, you don't focus on it. You focus on anything that's positive and you keep moving forward and you stay motivated and you stay happy. Wild how that crazy it works. It's just a matter of the way you think. And yeah, like I said, like things just started happening. Opportunities started coming and, and then you get motivated to be even better and even better. And that's how that, that went down. And I highly suggest, you know, if anybody wants to do something, you just got to find a reasoning as to why. And once mm -hmm. you find that, everything else becomes easy. There's hope for us, Brandon. Yeah, Damien Priest has given hope. us hope. Yes. Just like you gave the Miz hope and, and you, you cured the Miz of his ailment. He stood. It was a miracle we saw him on the night raw. The Miz stood up out of his wheelchair. There is hope. And uh, man, he brought, it, brought us hope, Brandon. How about that?
That's what I'm saying, man. That's what I'm saying. And not only bringing us hope on uh, the exercise side of things, but also, Damien, you had one of, if not, I think for Dan and I, we spoke about it on previous shows, probably our favorite match at WrestleMania. Um, and I think it is, uh, it's incredible, like I said, to have been following you for a long time. When you first came on to NXT, the first thing, it's so funny, that's the reason I asked, where did you, where, where did you take some of your inspiration? Because the first thing I told Dan was this is, like the archetype of like a young undertaker dan like he's uh, he's 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 tall athletic and can jump over the ropes like stuff that you're not seeing anymore and so kind of scary like, too let's be yeah, kind of scary exactly scary, yeah. but i was like i was like this is going to be perfect and then nixing you with bad bunny both of us were like oh man like we're so excited to see how bad bunny is going to be wrestling and then you guys had one of the most incredible matches we've seen in a very long time so setting up from that how excited are you now to go from that to SummerSlam coming up next weekend when you have a title shot man against Sheamus what's the excitement what's the mindset so far super stoked man like look anybody that knows anything about me knows I, I want my name to be remembered I want my name to live forever in WWE lore right so what do I have to do that to, to get there? Uh, I need moments, people, things that people talk about the next day, the next week, yep. year, so on. I accomplished something there with WrestleMania alongside Back Bunny, where we're still talking about it because it was a good moment and it was it worked out great and it's what I wanted. It was my first WrestleMania. It was the first time the fans were back post pandemic and 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 like it was crazy. Uh, but now I have to keep that momentum going. I need more moments. I can't just stop. So for me. Uh, what's next? You know, it's like, okay, first getting on SummerSlam, you know, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then having, uh, being a, a part of the show in a way that it's going to be important. Like, and it's actually, I looked at it as an attraction, you know, not just another person on the show. Okay. Got that. But what else do I need to, to cement my name? Right. And this, and this, and legacy of WWE, uh, well, I need championships. I need titles. And the first one that I knew that I was going to want was the United States title. It's, I want all the titles, but you got to start somewhere. And I'm a realist. And I'm like, I'm not going to start up here. So let's let's go up this this escalator. Let's go up. The, the, let's, let's climb this, this ladder properly. And then first first stop, United States title. And it doesn't hurt that it's against one of the most decorated superstars that we have and somebody who's put in the best work of his career. So I'm literally facing the best version of Sheamus, too. So if, when I succeed, it'll be against that version of Seamus, and that'll make it that much more sweeter. You're fighting Seamus. Bring your sunglasses. I mean, my God, that the glare off that guy. I don't know. <laughs> and Seamus is kind of a bully. And, and, you, and you've mentioned recently you don't like bullies. And uh, thinking back when you grew up, you were probably you were always a big guy. Not that I encourage fighting or revenge, but did you ever have any good revenge against any big bullies that you could tell us about? Growing up, another thing, part of my life was martial arts. And mm -hmm. one thing that was instilled in me from my father, because he was uh, my sensei, he would always basically explain, like, only if you need it, but never show it off. And that's how you stay better than most. And then he would he would just break it down for me. And so I would always watch these guys like bullies, right? And, and I would have to keep my cool because I didn't want to show off what I can do. Um, especially growing up in the Bronx, New York, where it was like, if they know you know how to fight, then they're going to come two and three and four on one. And gonna test you, they, yeah. they're going to want to test you all the time. You know, but eventually he goes, eventually they're going to find out anyway, because it's going to be your turn somehow, some way. You know, it's just the way of, especially the way that that era was. 
And sure enough, but I would see, and I, it became to the point where I just didn't, I stopped uh, waiting. I, I did, uh, I did what I had to do and I stepped up and I, and I, I didn't want to be like the hero. And it's not like I, I wanted to defend everybody, but I didn't like it. So I did something about it. You know, mm -hmm. I, I didn't like the way it made me feel just watching. And I, you know, so that part of like that, there's sometimes we blur the lines of reality and stuff and entertainment, but then there's a lot of that's real. So me saying I dealt with bullies like you, that's real. And I put them in their place. That's definitely real. So Ooh. for sure. Damian Priest, we're looking forward to put, you putting a lot of people in their place this Monday, August 16th, AT&T Center here in San Antonio. Get your tickets if you haven't already to see our guy, Damian Priest, and also check out SummerSlam next weekend. It's going to be fun. Damian Priest, thank you so much for joining us on ESPN San Antonio, Down for the Counts. My pleasure. Thanks for having me, guys. This is cool. Follow Down for the Count on Twitter at DFTC Podcast.